Hello, perceptive readers. This is a James Core Artistry Consultant moment. Now, I understand that different people have their style of teaching. Uh, there are some people who are just always of the frame of mind uh, to allow you to just figure it out. And you know what? It has its place. Uh, but one thing about according to that type of teaching, you know what I found out? In order for that type of he or she just have to figure it out, you do have to have the right environment. Um, you've heard me talk about the right environment before. There is a time and place conducive to always uh, use that type of teaching, that type of setting. And normally it's, you know, I can't help but just think about uh, different farm environments where everything was already really there. The environment was even conducive towards you figuring uh, matters out. Well, there are some environments that is just not helpful for persons to always have to just figure it out on their own or on this and that. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because if something is very, very important, if something is very, very important, you don't always have the, you know, uh, the leeway, uh, the option, I would even say the luxury to give somebody that may take hours or or days or what have you, or even longer, to figure something out when this important matter, this critical matter, needs to be resolved. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes a few moments or within a few hours, you see? And that's what experience uh, does for you. So with that background information that I just gave you, uh, setting the groundwork, this is what I want to share with you again that, you know, sometimes I say uh, 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 higher ups, uh, supervisors or what have you will understand what I'm about to say without still giving even more details uh, to it. I talked about important matters. Um, I've also talked greed and things of that nature before. Now, did you know Back in the uh, law covenant days, uh, when people, uh, out of their abundance, God talked about, God talked about this, uh, that, you see, they just had to give, uh, you know, a tithe because they, you know, the, it was just out of their abundance that they gave his due. You know, persons know... Um, uh, from that time period, it's like this. Let's say you had $1. Okay, I'm going to use that as an example. It, let's say you gave, you had $1. 10 cents was not, a, you know, was not too much to ask to give to God. Would you agree with that? Okay, now I want you to follow along with me because I want you to make sure that you don't um, go away from saying, all right, that's right. We got to give a tie, a 10 cents on every dollar. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving you 
background background information to show you how it just would have been set up. And so let's say God bless out of the norm, you know, his miracles and everything because he said he was doing. Let's say you had uh, one, you know, a crop. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, I want to talk about something sweet uh, this time. Like, let's say you had strawberries. Okay. And, and I'm serious about this. And normally strawberries already got the healthy environment just right to get one bushel of, uh, you know, strawberries or what have you. And you were happy for that season to even get that because it still provided, you know, what your family needed. Just one bushel of crop or what have you. Now, God, when people were doing right, and see, and I just want to use this as an example, in the land of milk and honey, when people were doing right, not only would he made the conditions right for them to have a bushel of strawberries, but I'm talking an overflow, not one, not two bushels, not ten, but hundreds if that's what they wanted to plant, uh, all of them scrumptious and things and they, if not more. So can you imagine instead of just a 10 cents or the, the $1 of that bushel, if the, I want to use that example, that normally the person's already had was enough and God blessed them in such a super abundance that now, you know, okay, this year, I just, I got 10 bushels, you see, the example. Then maybe out of that, you know, 10 bushels, then that one bushel, uh, you know, uh, 10 cents now, you know, $1 would end up being something that the people donated to God because what? It was still out of their abundance. And that 10 cents or now that $1 was not too much to ask at all of God. Now, was it? And, and it was like, what a wonderful contract. What a wonderful way to show appreciation, you see, to Jehovah God. And it's like, no, they weren't lacking anything. And God was just saying, look, uh, can I have my little strawberries too, you know, <laughs> or, you know, my 10 cents too, but still, here is here's the point. Keeping that in mind, when people became too greedy, you know, with the way they treated the Sabbath, the way they treated uh, um, even the tithing, because did you know what that tithing did to help to serve, help to do? It kept, as God would say, you know, you're keeping my priests from having to go uh, uh, put aside the holy matters and go work out in the fields. See, that, that was one of the reasons God was disappointed. Why he was disappointed with his people. Because they were neglecting Sabbaths. Uh, they were neglecting, uh, you see, uh, uh, even a tithing in that way that these these gifts to God God still turned around and what he took care of his people of his priests of his Levitical priesthood you see in such a way so they didn't 
have to work so hard and return to the fields and things of that nature because I'm having to make a living. Now, with that being said, I want to I want to assure you that in the Christian congregation, see when that was established, God still emphasized. You know what? Uh, you give what you can. Also, you see, if you want to be stingy or tight-fisted, that means holding on to a dollar bill or a coin so tight that, boy, uh, nobody couldn't even squeeze a penny out of you or what have you. Yeah, God, God used words like stingy and tight-fisted. He certainly did. Then he was just saying, you know, I don't want it from you. If you, if you want to be that stingy or tight-fisted or greedy, I don't want it from you. That's exactly what the spirit is that God was saying in the Christian congregation. Okay. Are you following along? See, I'm sure again, some of the higher ups already know what I'm talking about in, in another area. So, according to the principle then of persons reaping what they sow, See, God going to make it rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. But just don't be surprised sometimes where he'll be like, okay, at least they still got, you know, that bushel or two of strawberries. But, you know, um, I better uh, or I'm going to uh, make it rain a little bit more now on this one person over here on this one widow over there because they're not being looked out after. Um, this, uh, this orphan over here, when if, you know, the other persons for different reasons uh, just can't even give 10 cents on this or that. And so with that being uh, said, sometimes the adjustment is made not to stop people from still being made abundant, but the greed should not be to such a level where generosity, understanding, and things of that nature are just thrown out the window. You see, persons can have their abundance, but then to be so greedy to try to cut out God altogether. See, there's a principle being being really broken here then you know something? Nuh-uh, no, no. Uh, then, you know, it's not to say that uh, you can't get those hundreds of bushels or what have you, something like that. But, you know, just don't be surprised if somebody uh, just said, you know, okay, uh, you know, you just keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, but, you know, if you need my help over here or over there, uh, then you just ask because I want to make sure I'm going to do this or that in this other area. Do not be disrespecting God and his due. Don't be greedy. Don't take his stuff. Don't be greedy. Don't take his stuff. Have a wonderful day, perceptive readers.